baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. So I've not tried on the uh, the only suit that I really own to see whether it will fit for the Kill Meet event on Friday night. I should probably do that, though, don't you think? Well, you say this the last time, too, and it fit fine. You have not gained weight. Well, I've had some food over Thanksgiving, though. You just never know. But Brian is on the line right now. We're very excited. He's here in just a couple of days. Mr. Kilmeade, how are you this afternoon? All good. How are you? We're doing okay. Let me start just on a sad note because I saw this, that you uh, you lost one of your dogs over the weekend. We love our dogs. Oh. Sue's got two. I have two. Fred has a dog. Um, so we're sorry about um, that was uh, Rocky, right, that you lost the Great Pyrenees. What a dog. Yeah, I saw the I, pictures. yeah. actually have three, yeah. And, um, yeah, he uh, he's had some problems. We still don't know exactly what happened, but just worried about the other dog, too, because they're brothers. And the, the dog that was attached to him is deaf. It was one of these things where we bought Rocky, and they called up before they shipped him and said, his brother's deaf, and we're going to leave him on the farm, but we'd like to throw him in because they're very attached. Right. Oh. So, so that made it, that makes it even more challenging. But, but thank you. Well, I know so much. Sorry. Look, we and we have we hear from the audience all the time. Our dogs mean so much to us, and and our uh, the rest of our pets. So I did see that. I wanted to make mention of it. Um, let, let's talk about you. You, I know you interviewed this person on the radio. This is interesting. I think this is from the TV version. Mark Fisher, who's a BLM leader in Rhode Island. They don't value our vote. Uh, their policies are basically um, racist policies, and I believe it's a racist party. And Donald Trump is he's the opposite. He's he's going to tell you how, how it is. He's going to give it to you straight. Trump has done more for the black community than I can any president I can think of in my lifetime. So Brian, that's Mark Fisher. Wow, that that's interesting. And you're seeing some of the polling indicate that African American support for Democrats is tailing off. So it matches up a little bit. He is up to twenty. I mean in the last uh in the last poll, uh, Trump is up to twenty percent. I'm not sure you can hold that to the election. It's a poll, not the election results or or exit polls. But I will say that you know Trump is up in that and then just in practical purposes, the things that matter most, how much does everything cost? Uh, what is rent? What, is, uh, what are the interest rates? People don't say, you know, why is this happening? What's affected? The, what about that rescue package that we want so much? Isn't it great that they have a windmill to stare at at the beach? They just say, wait a second. I look at my utility bills. They're triple. I look at the opportunities. They don't seem to be there. I'm looking at my city overrun with illegal immigrants. I'm seeing the crime smash and grab. Yeah, they existed during Trump. But one person was trying to stop it. The other person was telling us we should understand or ignoring it. So they're saying my life was worse. Uh, this guy, I liked it better with all the crazy tweets and uh, all the controversy, some of which he didn't have anything to do with. It was just because he wasn't Hillary Clinton and some of which was him. I'll take that. Yeah, that's interesting. Did you so because there obviously there could be a scenario where Kamala Harris moves to the front of the ticket. I don't know if that will ever happen, but there would be risk of that. Does he have any different feelings because she's African American? Absolutely not. I mean, I had him on today. Uh, we had him on TV two two days ago. We had him on uh, radio today, and you know he doesn't feel like he feels like everybody else does. It's not like she ascended to the spot. You know, with Mike Pence, if he 
he became president, ran for president. Well, he was vice president, did a great job. Now it's his time. Look at Kamala Harris. She's clearly checked the box. Joe Biden says, I want a woman. Then he says, I promise if I win, I'm going to get a woman. And then number two, I promise I'm going to make it a woman of color. So everybody goes, yeah, okay. Bye. Elizabeth Warren says, all right, she can have it. Whitmer says, yeah, you can have it. Uh, any re- any other uh, male wouldn't even apply for it. So number one, it diminishes Kamala Harris, and she chose it. They don't even like each other. I mean, the the, the spouses don't like each other. So you tell me how that how that's working out. I, I just don't think that that would be a difference maker. Brian Kilmeade back with us this afternoon. Are, is there an expectation that something might get a little nasty tonight at the Christmas tree lighting ceremony because you have a protest that's planned by, I, I would say, pro-Hamas demonstrators? Well, it's going to happen. I mean, you saw it on social media. It's the same pattern. Show up at this time on every major social media platform. Make sure you disturb it. My feeling is we're the best cops in the world who know how to strategize through anything. So if they want to do their demonstration, they'll get their constitutional rights. But it doesn't give them a right to interrupt ongoing proceedings. And my sense is they've already game planned against it uh, to make sure that this doesn't happen. But you will definitely see cutaways of disturbances. That's just what they do. I mean, Sunday they blocked a key bridge on the biggest biggest travel day of the year, and then we saw Macy's uh, uh, Macy's Day Parade on Thanksgiving. They they uh, made a scene out of that, and this they made it transparent. We're coming. We're doing it again. Yeah, well, we'll see what that turns into tonight. This was one of the most heartbreaking things I've seen, certainly this week. You had this nine-year-old girl that was held hostage by Hamas, her father, talking about her experience. She doesn't like it to be referred to as Gaza. She says the kufsa, the box. So you have to say, like, how long were you in the box? The kufsa. She said a year. And so, apart from the whispering, that was like... Uh, a punch in the guts. Yeah, that's Thomas Hand, his daughter, Emily. And, and the way I interpret that is she felt like it was so long, even though it was a few weeks, that it was like a year's time in that box. And the whispering part of that is interesting because I guess since she's been back, she won't even talk in a normal voice. I can't imagine the horror. And I don't know what it will take psychologically to get that girl back on track, Brian. Yeah, I mean, I read, you know, we're just getting into the accounts. One European newspaper said that they were in cages. Uh, the women and the kids were in cages. Others were told, you know, if you cry, uh, they'll put a gun to your head. And if you don't stop crying, uh, I will shoot you or shoot your mother. And think about the trauma. If, this, if that was even uh, even pretend, let alone the daily life of 50 plus days. So uh, we're, you're just beginning to hear the stories right now. Now, also keep in mind, too, a lot of them were warned. Uh, you would imagine if they say Israelis have said that, they will let you out, leave the dad behind or husband behind, and say, if we start, you start saying bad stuff about us, we're going to kill him. Right, right. So we might not get the full story for a long time. Then you have this uh, situation in Oakland. There's not been beheadings of babies and rapings. Israel murdered their own people on October 7th. Calling Hamas a terrorist organization is ridiculous, racist, and plays into genocidal propaganda that is flooding our media and that we should be doing everything possible to combat. I support the right of Palestinians to resist occupation, including well, This just Hamas. goes on and on and on. And the Oakland City Council has rejected a measure to condemn Hamas, a terrorist organization, six to two. There were only two people on that thing. I can't believe they had two that said, you know what, we're going to condemn Hamas. I can't believe that. What This goes on and it keeps getting worse on college campuses. What we're seeing, the situation isn't getting better when it comes to the folks that support Hamas, Brian. 
Yeah, I mean, you would think that all of a sudden the donors start pulling out. They start individual scrutiny on Columbia, on the University of Pennsylvania. And then you realize, you know, the major Israeli rally of uh, 330,000 in D.C., people would start sobering up and realize who the bad guys are. No, it's gotten worse. And these are the next leaders. Now, I'm not saying the people you just heard from, those geniuses, are going to be leading anything. But out of all of them, you're talking about Ivy League school, highest grades, best best connections, whatever it is, best professors. You would think that they are lined up to be leaders. If this is the way they feel, I know people evolve. But if you're 20-something years old and you're still laying in the street, gluing yourself to the road for a country that doesn't exist, that you have really no idea about the true history of what goes on there, and then you doubt that it actually happened. That's why it's so important for us to hear that. You don't want to hear, according to reports, the city council meeting took place, and some said that this, uh, the attack never happened. We needed to hear that, which you just did. People need to understand that it's not even debatable. When you tell me the facts don't matter, when you tell me the horror show didn't take place, that's similar to the Holocaust denial. That's similar to people saying that George Bush knew ahead of time about the attacks on 9-11. I mean, that is just crazy to think that, you know, we did. It was an inside job. We blew up our own plane. You know, we blew up those planes and sent them into the buildings. And we think, wow, that's crazy. Well, people believe that. And now we're seeing in real time, one month later, people who seemingly have a brain think that. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. And I keep seeing clips from these young students who I guess this is what you get when you get your news from TikTok because they, they all are parroting and echoing the same sentiments that you heard from those Oakland City Council members. Good point. It does I mean, not I give me hope. On purpose. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I stay off it on purpose. Uh, but it does stop me from understanding what's going on. But uh, if I don't feel like I can, I can download it and use it, at the same time tell people don't download it and use it. But I do, but but I am hurt by the fact that I'm not looking at their newsfeed to see what the hell is coming out. But if you're China, you're loving it. Number one app by far in the world, and then in the country, and that we're afraid to ban it because of free speech or because of losing the young vote. And then there they can subtly shape the news cycle and leave off certain stories that make China look bad or us look good or our past look real. So they're, they're trying to reach out of the fabric from communications through some deliberate things in the South China Sea. And now, you know, the Middle East, remember, uh, they're in the Middle East. They have a presence, and they act they're, they're like an arbitrator. They're, they're loving that Iran has us just distracted. Oh, there is no doubt about that. Brian Kilmeade, he's coming back to St. Louis on Friday. I believe the operating plan is to get you in here in the studio when you guys fly in and have you on the air for a little bit and then get you to Eureka by 6 o'clock when the uh, event starts. We cannot wait. It is completely sold out. we got a lot of excitement, and we're going to see you on Friday afternoon. So have a good flight in. Don't be late, Kilmeade. That's the only thing I can say. The only thing I can say, that is out of my hand. But if anyone can't get tickets and you want it personalized, you just go to briankillme.com. It'll come to my bookstore, and we'll get it out to you. All right. We'll see you Friday afternoon. Can't wait.
Go get them all. All right, take Thank care. You. 3.39. We'll take a break here. We're coming back with a little bit more. I got some more Palestinian stuff I want to get to, including, <laughs> this is amazing, a CIA, a CIA deputy director posted a pro-Palestinian photo on Facebook. Are you kidding me? Not making this stuff up, Sue. It's coming up. Get more at 971talk.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.